Welcome to Move the District, where you can find the best ways to stay healthy, stay moving, and stay informed in Washington, D.C. Now, more than ever, we have a wealth of information and opportunities to live the high-performance, pain-free life that we want. My name is Dr. Mike Yasson, and my goal is to show you the backstories behind the individuals and businesses that provide these opportunities for everyone, no matter who you are. Now, let's move. Move the District is sponsored by Big Leap Performance and Rehab. At Big Leap Performance and Rehab, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active during the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better. Head to BigLeapPerformanceAndRehab.com to see how we can help you stay active for life. All right, welcome back to episode 32, the big 3-2 of Move the District. Another exciting week here for you guys. Before we delve into it, please, 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 if you have not already, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, please subscribe. And while you're at it, please drop a five-star rating in there. You don't have to write a review, just leave five stars if you really want to. You can, you can write a review, but five stars will do. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, getting back to today, uh, we got a special guest. His name is Terrence Mann, a.k.a. Coach T. He is the owner of Hard Training Club and the creator of the Urban Wellness Market. Coach T, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you for having me. I am excited. You, uh, you know, we were connected through... Uh, a mutual friend here with uh, Joe Houston from uh, We Fit DC, yes, and uh, I know you guys have uh, worked together a little bit, uh, and so I'm excited to uh, delve into your story and your background a little bit. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate it again having me on the platform. Absolutely. Is this your is this your first podcast? Uh, no, I've done a couple of these. I'm 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 not I'm not to- totally a rookie at the podcast. I'm not a super expert either, but yeah, I- I've done a couple of podcasts. So. Excellent, excellent, nice. Uh, so let's let's delve into you know your background here and and where you got into the world of of boxing and fitness. Where did it all start? Um, so I am a native Washingtonian. Um, grew up here in the nation's capital. Um. In terms of uh, my backstory, in terms of how I got into fitness, um, I started off um, at Washington Sports Club. Um, actually, I started off at the front desk of Washington Sports Club, and they had a um, they had a in-house certification program to uh, get employees certified as personal trainers and the certification was, um, they had a partnership at that time with NASM, uh, which is one of the, you know, probably the top most prestigious certification you can get. Um, So once I got certified uh, with Washington Sports Club, um, I worked there for, let's say about two or three years. And then, um, you know, just went freelance and, and, you know, took my certification and took my talents and started to uh, do freelance um, training. Um, I, you know, trained out of uh, different facilities like Fitness First and Gold's Gym and um, uh, small studios like Third Power. Um, This was a gym um, that was uh, in Adams Morgan back, back in the day. So, so yeah, I, I've been I've been around been around the block a few times, um, nice. but you know it's um it's definitely uh um you know a part of the journey that led me to eventually owning my own uh, uh fitness facility. Right, hard training club. So you founded that when? Um. So I so funny story is when I initially got to hard training club. Um, it had the same kind of setup that I was used to at third power where they rent the space to personal trainers. Okay. Um, so, you know, um, 
that was that was sort of the formula um, that Hard Training Club. When I originally came there, I originally came in as an independent trainer, um, and the previous ownership uh, they were not interested in renewing their lease, so they approached all of the trainers that were working at the facility with the opportunity to take over ownership. And, you know, that was, um, I stepped into that role, um, you know, my, um, you know, with the support of my family, I was able to step into that role. Um, and, you know, a lot of sweat equity was put into it. Oh, I believe <laughs> but, it. Uh, I believe it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, you know, it's, it, it definitely makes for an interesting story. So. Now was that, always like your goal when you got into the fitness world was it like i want to have my own space one day or is this something that you know they I, they came to you the trainers and said hey you know who does anybody want to buy this right right yeah so um i wouldn't say you know i grew up wanting to own a gym like that's not what i would say but um obviously when you're in the business and you're working the business and you kind of seeing where like you know, if I had my own space, I could do this, I could do that. So, you know, you always have those thoughts in your mind. So when the actual opportunity presented itself, right? Um, you know, I was like, Let, let's go for it. You know, let's, let's, you know, this is an opportunity for you to really be able to control and operate your own space. Um, and so, yeah, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say it was a long term goal, but once the vision became clear, you know, I, I was like, let's make it happen. What was what was the factor where or the 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 moment when it became clear? Um, the moment it became clear is when. Well, I wouldn't say it became clear, but I I I, re I would say the the reality hit me when I got approved for the uh, for the lease <laughs> of the space. So that's when the reality kicked. Like, oh yeah, this isn't a drill. This is this is this is really about to happen. So, um, you know, thank you know I, I'm thankful for the mentorship that I had. I, I had some really good people. Um, that, you know, mentored me through this, you know, process because I had knowledge as a trainer, but I didn't have any of the knowledge to, you know, know how to go and, you know, file for all of your, your, your business licenses and your CFOs and your certificates. Oh yeah. No like idea. They don't teach you that in school. Mean, yeah. Surety bonds. So that, that process was a lot, but, um, oh, absolutely. But, um, you know, I, like I said, I, I wouldn't take back, um, any, you know, any of that, you know, it was, it was definitely, it's one of those lessons that you learn and, um, and, and, and it just makes you stronger at the end of the day. You know, you, you just are more, more well-rounded when you have to, you know, deal with those sort of things, um, in the beginning. And, uh, yeah. So, so since you took over hard training club now, uh, is the format still the same? Is it still where you rent out to so, personal trainers or, so, or has it shifted now? So, okay. So before COVID, it had shifted because before COVID, uh, we were running classes six days a week. Um, we had personal training, um, but it was strictly personal training through hard training clubs. So we didn't have... We had maybe one independent trainer there, but um, it has shifted from, you know, a training space for uh, independents to running boot camps and classes to now it's shifting back to a training space for independent trainers. And so we've been having to make the adjustments during the, the quarantine, um, gotcha. or during the pandemic, um, you know, and I guess that's the beauty of being able to, um, you know, run your own business. You can kind of adjust to what, you know, what the times are, um, you know. And so we've shifted a lot of our class training to virtual. So we're doing a lot more classes virtually and a lot more one-on-one -on -one in studio and, um, you know, making the space available for 
uh, independence. So any independence out there in the Northwest <laughs> area, if you need <laughs> There you go. I'm a shameless plug. Anyone, anyone looking for a spot, hit up Hard Train. Anyone looking for a spot, you know, let me know. There, there you go. I love it. Now, you, so you had switched over to group classes. Now the classes are now virtual. How is, talk me through that transition of how you, you know, COVID hits, you know, everyone's world is flipped upside down. Right. What happens? What, what are you thinking? So interestingly enough, I started to dabble in, it, I forgot what year it was. I don't know if it was 2017 or 2018. I know we've had some mild winners here the last few years, but it was like a it was like a spell of about three weeks to a month where it was really 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 cold, yeah. And people just were like, "It's too cold. I I don't want to come to the gym. It's just too cold." So <laughs> I started doing. At the time, I was doing Google Hangouts. Ah. So I was doing Google Hangouts, and Hangouts you could get about ten people on at a time. So I started dabbling with just doing virtual that way. Um, and so that, I would say that was about maybe two, two years ago, two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, so when COVID hits, I immediately pivoted to that, like immediately. Cause I knew how that setup, you know, I knew how that process worked. Right. And then once I got introduced to zoom and it was like, oh, you can get a hundred people in. I was like, oh, say less. I, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to switch to zoom. So. Um, you know, again, just having the ability to adapt. I mean, I, I, I guess that's always been my, my strong suit. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where you talk, you ask a lot of the great, like, uh, entrepreneurs and founders of some of like these biggest companies and they talk about, you know, it's the ability to react in the moment and not, um, you know, overanalyze or, or, or get lost. And it, it's just the ability to, you know, yeah, I mean, because it, it sucks for everybody. And once you kind of realize that, that it like, okay, this is going to suck for everybody. It's not just going to suck for you. It's going to suck for everybody. Yep. And yep. literally the pandemic held no prisoners. It didn't matter. Especially you know, the fitness industry. You, yeah, you know, exactly. There was, there right. was everyone. If you were a everyone... 500 company or you were a small pop shop, it didn't matter. Everybody got affected. So. You know, like you said, once once you get into that mindset, now it's like, okay, what do I do from here? What what's available to me? What can I? How can I make this situation better than what it is right now? So exactly, yeah. One of my one of my favorite books is the uh, the obstacle is the way, and the obstacle is the way. The obstacle is the way, and and basically, it's based on the ancient Greek mentality of stoicism where basically you don't get too high, you don't get too low and you just focus Stay on the right task there. and you focus on the task at hand. That's, you know, right in front of you. And, you know, I think that's kind of the, the mentality that, that people needed to have was like, all right, this is what's happening. You know, it sucks, you know, but we got to deal with it. And, and with you know, it. we got to attack, you know, the task in front of us. And yeah. so I think that's basically what it came down to is, you know, how do we make this work? You know, instead of like, complaining about, you know, being shut down or complaining about, you know, having to wear masks or whatever. It's like, how do we make this work? You know, right. it sucks, right. but it sucks for right. everyone. So let's make the best, let's make, let's the, make best the best of it, right? of it. You know, so yeah, that that's absolutely the attitude that, you know, I, 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 pro I probably was, was having a woe was me moment for about, about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's on, hey everyone's entitled to their their pity party yeah, right? everybody yeah exactly but that's what i'm saying it's like you gotta you you gotta shift at some point you know so exactly so that, and 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 it immediately clicked like that was the thing and so i feel like from a virtual standpoint i got out in front of it maybe about two or three weeks before everybody else because everybody else was trying to figure out what they were going to do yep um and i was you know I was, you know, telling a lot of my um, colleagues and, 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 and good trainer friends that I know, like, hey, look, I'm switching to virtual, you know. That's it. You know, they say, hey, you know, don't don't cry about it too long. You know what I mean? Right, you right. And work out right in their right living room. And, and then how was your, how was the buy-in with your, your members? Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, it was, it was, you know, it, it was a it, it was some losses. Uh, oh, yeah. It was some ca it was some casualties. You know, but um, for the most part, I, I 
thank God I've been able to um, maintain a good uh, following and, 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 and the majority of my uh, members have um, continued to support the gym and continue to uh, utilize the gym's um, services and expertise. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely appreciative of that. So now are you still <clears throat> running online classes now? Absolutely. And, and have you noticed continuity with people or, or have there been new people coming um, on? Has there been people dropping off? What it's have you been, and so, I, you know, in the summertime when a lot more outdoor activities were available, um, you saw that, that shift and that, that, you know, and I, and I, again, I had to shift. I had to start doing some outdoor classes. Yep. So I started doing some outdoor sessions, um, at that time. And, um, you know, really getting back to my personal training roots, you know, I, I, I would say from about 2016 to about 2019, I was really just mainly focused on classes. So this pandemic has brought me back to what I originally used to do, which was one-on-one, two people, you know, small group, um, that sort of thing. Not so, you know, not big classes. Um, right. You know, like I was doing before. So, so now, uh, you know, before COVID, how much of your day was focused more on business related stuff versus like actually like spending time in the business? So, um, for myself, for myself, it's basically, I'm sorry, let me make sure I turn this down for you. My apologies. No worries. Um, I had my phone go off before. But, um, it is, um, it's one of those things where I, I wish that I had more of my day that was dedicated to more of my day that was dedicated to, um, you know, planning out classes and um, programming, programming classes, programming workouts versus, um, you know, you have to spend all day like with these, with these freaking grants and these, uh, you know, you got to spend all day. The DC grants. Yeah. Oh my God. So like stuff like that. Jumping through this, I know. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Definitely not my strong suit, but those are the things that have to get done. Yeah. They, they, they got to get done. So, um, I would say, I would say it's about, I would say it's 50, 50 now. But um, you know, you'll you'll get that month where it's 70 30, where you're doing more uh uh admin work than you know your profession. Right, right, so, right. Um, so that's you know, I I tell people all the time who want to be an entrepreneur. Is it be be sure either have a good team or be sure this is ready with your uh, uh be sure that you're ready for that lifestyle. Yeah. I think that's the, uh, you know, there's like the, um, the book, the, the E-Myth. And mm-hmm. you know, I tell anyone who's, who wants to become an entrepreneur or is an entrepreneur, they should definitely read that book. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, they talk about having that like operator mindset where like, you know, you're a great trainer. So you're like, well, naturally my next step is to open up a, a gym. And right. it's like, Yes, you get to do training, but now you have to, you know, do payroll. Now you gotta do the books. Yes, like, now you gotta, gotta do the books. You gotta yeah, make sure there's toilet paper in the bathroom. Now you gotta cleaning supplies and you, exactly. you know that sort of thing. So exactly, not, so, um, you know, your 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 talent as a trainer doesn't um, is not going to equate to you having a successful business if you don't have a business foundation in place, you know what I mean? So. Yep. Yep. They're, they're, had that foundation. More so. that goes into running a successful gym or a successful business than just being good at, you know, whether it's, you know, being, making good, being good at teaching people out of box. Like, you know, exactly. I'm great at that. And, you know, uh, and I, and, and a lot of people come to me with, you know, asking me advice and things of that nature. Like, Hey, Coach T, you know, what do you think? Um, you know, give me some advice on how, and I always say, put a team in place, get a team, get a team that, you know, 
you obviously you could do their job if needed, but save yourself that headache in that time um, and have that good team in place. You know, that person that can go and foul all of your and do your job for you, too. You know, pretty much. So then so then so then that way you can focus on being the best because that's the other thing. Once once you get pulled away from what you do well, now you're not doing it well. Yep. <laughs> you know, so you're not you're not giving the the business what it needs in terms of it being able to grow because you're spending so much time over here that you're not focusing on the thing that people come to you for. So being I'll, able to delegate being able to delegate it, I think is such a huge uh, a thing, you know, where, where like, you know, you get spread so thin and, and yeah, you end up, yeah, not delivering on what you promised. Right, and right, I think exactly. having those people so, around you who are just as good, if not better, uh, right. you know, allows you to do what you love to do, whether that is right. training or whether that is the business side of things, you know, right. and, and it works Absolutely. both ways. And, you know, there's a, uh, my, my mentor, uh, he's a, he's a PT down in Atlanta. His name is Danny Matei. And he has this thing he talks about called uh, the hit by the bus test. And I've talked about it on here before, but hit basically by test. hit like by the that. bus test. And it's basically, you know, to, you know, whether you have a job or you have a business and, and, you know, if you were to get hit by a bus tomorrow, would your business keep operating the way it has been? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is yes, then it's a business. And, it's you know, if the answer is no, then it's a job. And that's because you have people who that's continue that's to that's operate great. around you. Um, and they, they, whether it's, they know what to do or they can step into your role and, and, and help, you know, keep things going. And, and that's the idea of like, you know, job versus a business. And, you know, it just, you know, ultimately to have a, you know, a business that is, you know, able to grow and, and succeed, you know, you need to have the, that team in place. I think ultimately, you know, no matter what Absolutely. kind of business you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I 100% agree. Now, you got you you've been there for nine years obviously you've built a, a following you built a community uh what do you what do you owe what do you owe that to what do you what do you think oh you know you helped you formulate that that group that community um i would say um just trying to make sure that every person that walks in the door um one is welcome and two they feel like um, they are not going to be judged for, you know, if they, you know, don't look the part or they not in the greatest of shape or, it, you know, it's, it, you know, creating that environment where you want to see everyone succeed and the people in the classes want everyone to succeed. I think that's what really made the gym like um, magic. Um, and, and I, and I use it in a past tense phrase because, you know, I feel like that's sort of what's been lacking during the pandemic, you know, is everybody being in the class and, you know, when somebody does a good combination, you know, everybody's like cheering that person on or, you know, person has five more pushups and they got a whole, you know, room full of people like, Hey, you can do it. You can do it. So, right. Um, so that part of it, um, that part of it was magic. Um, and not that the environment isn't good because obviously now, with, you know, with one-on-one, I can be a lot more, uh, I can pay a lot more attention to the detail of that individual. Um, but, you know, it, it it's, it's just two different energies, I, I would say. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the in-person, you know, just, you know, anytime you can get a group of people together, like-minded people together, you know, focusing on the same cause, you know, that, that's a powerful right. thing. And that, that yeah. brings, yeah. that it's brings people energy. together. Energy. I mean, you know, for the most part, I would say 60% of the time, most people don't feel like getting up and going to the gym, not at 6 a.m., not at 6 p.m. So you look for that thing to be, to motivate you, and, you know, I get why people like to be in classes and like to be around others because you feed off of that energy. Um, but I also preach to be your own motivation. 
you you have to be selfish with your results and you have to be selfish with your goals in life. So if you're not able to motivate yourself, you know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not going to walk in the door. So whether it's a class or one-on-one, you know, you still got to be able to dig deep and find that, you know, motivation somewhere. So so what have you found successful in, in motivating people, you know, nowadays, you know, you're not able to get to class and, you know, the, the in-person experience is, you know, lost, not completely gone because you're still able to do a Zoom class with, with 30, 40, 50 plus people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you know, you're not the in-person, you know, actual in-person experience is, is, is lost. How do you, how do you, uh, how have you been able to motivate people to, you know, continue to show up and continue to be consistent? Um, so for myself, what I, what I try to do is just do as much checking in as possible. Um, cause I got to check in with myself, you know, to make sure that I am keeping my goals and, you know, what I, you know, the way I want my life to be, I want, you know, I gotta, I gotta check in with myself to make sure that I'm, um, you know, doing the things on a day-to-day basis that make me happy. And then from there, you know, it, it just becomes a situation where, you know, you notice, okay, this person used to come to class every Tuesday and then, you know, they haven't been for the past two Tuesdays. So it's like, okay, let me check in with this person, you know, so that sort of thing um, has been, you know, my, my, my main thing um, that I've tried to do to add that personal touch. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That's, um, I, think, I think that's huge. What would, what would that check-in look like? So say, you know, I haven't come uh, to class. Just depend, honestly, it just depends on the person. Um, you know, you might have a person who um, is an entrepreneur and, you know, in their own right, and they never pick up the phone. So doing a call is never going to work, you know, so you got to be able to text or email that person. Some people only correspond via email. Some people only correspond via social media. You know, um, so social media has definitely been a tool that I've used to um, generate more uh, business and, you know, we'll continue to do that. Um, I'm trying to keep up with all of the latest trends. Now they got Clubhouse out and I'm just like. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I saw a club. What is what is Clubhouse? Can you explain to me what Clubhouse is? So I, you know, I I can't explain it to you because I'm still trying to figure it out myself. But from what I from what I'm being told, it's something where like you can uh, you, do you remember chirping? Yes. Like the so it's something similar to that from how it was explained to me to where it's like we're having a conversation now I chirp it and then you say it back and so that oh, that's kind of what was explained to me. I may be saying that wrong. Somebody be like, no, nah, it's not anything like that. But that. That is, from my understanding, what what it is. But you know, it's basically like you create all of these different uh, chat rooms, and it might be one about fitness, and one about okay. uh, banking, and one about stocks, and one of you know. So you have these different rooms that people go. One about music, and one about film and photography, and like if that's your interest, you go to that room because you can network with people in that industry that are you know connected so interesting yeah no because i i had heard of it i i had never used it i use an app called voxer which i think is like similar which is kind of like a walkie-talkie voxer, voxer. yeah i never yeah, heard of voxer. and it's basically just like you're able to send like you know like a like a chirp like you said or like a voice memo to someone mm-hmm. uh but i'm gonna have to check out yeah there was another one called something scope Periscope? Periscope? Yeah, that's like live. You're like live. Yeah, something broadcast. like that. Yeah. So I, I I know that there's been similar things out before, but this is more, I think Clubhouse is catching fire because you can still set up the profile and you'll have followers and you'll, you know what I mean? Okay. That sort of thing. And then you get invited to these rooms. So um, are you, honestly, uh, I, I've been, I've been, I've been on such a grind that I haven't had the time to sit down and 
really lock in on what Clubhouse has to offer, but people right. are raving about it. Are you uh, are you on TikTok? No, I'm not on TikTok. Um, I don't have enough dance moves for TikTok, man. That's I what I, I neither am I. I, I feel like you gotta you gotta sticks, be able to you know? dance. If you're gonna go on TikTok. I, you, know, you gotta my, dance. I, I don't do enough voiceovers, and you know so. Exactly. Yeah, I had you know, TikTok. Uh, you gotta be able to do a really cool dance or do a voiceover, or, you know, something like that to be able, you know, to to get some traction on on TikTok. So yeah, I, I had uh, Sharon Kim on the uh, show uh, last week. I don't know if you know her from Rumble. Uh, okay. Okay. She, uh, she she's got all these uh, followers on TikTok, and yeah, because she's she's. Uh, She's got the da- the dance moves, and so uh, He's seasoned on TikTok. I got exactly. It. I'm not. I'm right, not quite right, there. Right. Yeah, I, I, not, I got the I'm Instagram not, thing. I got the Instagram thing down, but the uh, I would I would say can the, we can we master Instagram first? Can we? <laughs> well, I think Instagram unfortunately is unmasterable. Yeah. Ever it, since it, ever it, since it, Facebook uh, bought uh, Instagram, the algorithm just it just yeah, keeps they, changing they, and changing. They they, they want to keep you on your toes constantly. They're like, oh, so you got familiar with that? exactly oh that works yeah, for you yeah. exactly let's now let's bring in reels let's bring in ig live yeah exactly ig exactly. live reels but yeah, i think IGTV. you know these are all at the end of the day these are all tools that allow you to connect with your members with your audience and you're absolutely right in the fact that they've all been super useful and like i think you've also you know have the different routes at which you're able to connect with people because i think it's right. one of those things on the, in the physical therapy side of things where, you know, I talk about like referral sources and it's like, great, you have this one referral source, this one source of communication with people say it's Instagram, right? Well, what happens if Mark Zuckerberg is like, fuck you, I want to delete, you know, your Instagram account. Well, then what happens? So this way you have all these different abilities to connect with people. And I think, you know, especially earlier this year in the spring and into the summer when people were locked down at home, whether they, you know, lived in a studio by themselves or, or, you know, what, you know, people just want human contact. <laughs> so, Absolutely. you know, you taking the time to call them or text them or, you know, FaceTime, whatever it is, DM. And I think that, you know, speaks, you know, volumes and probably went a long way with a lot of people who just wanted to hear someone else's voice that wasn't yeah, yeah. the television I mean, or on, it's, uh, on it's, Netflix. It's definitely, um, you know, honestly, like I said, it's something that I thrive off of. You know, I thrive, I mean... I thrive off of seeing my clients do well, seeing people, um, you know, get a good sweat in and, and, the, and, the, and the satisfaction that they have of, oh, they just got that combination or they learned that pivot or they, they did that extra burpee or, you know, whatever it is. And, and, and in the moment, of course, they want to cuss me out like, oh, I hate you, Coach T. But at the end, they love me because it's like, wow, you know, I didn't think I, I was able to do that. And, you know, that, 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 you know, the thing about this pandemic that is, is, is sad is that that part of it, if we're not careful, can really, really like set us back. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we gotta, we, we gotta be able to thrive off each other. Like, you know, um, People, I mean, people thrive off of that, you know, uh, the ability to, to be around other people, you know, whether you're an extrovert, uh, you know, even introverts, you know, at a certain point, you know, you have to. Uh, yeah, you know. I mean, I would say I'm, I'm more of an introvert now as I've gotten older. Same. So I like my private, I like my privacy, obviously, but, um, you know, you have that balance of interaction so yep i know 100 percent. i think uh you know there needs to be a good balance but at the same at the same time though your your the ability to be able to you know be available to people i think also i think that um you know is is a very valuable thing i know i know like when you know back in march when when we closed up shop and we moved everything virtual you know we we reached out to you know everybody every client and said hey how's it going you know What's going on? You know, how What's are you? On? How you feeling? Just, just, just a check-in, like not, not even, even being like... so being so straight up and down with with just the business side of it. Just like, how are you? Like it wasn't even yeah, exactly. It's not just to get you on the schedule or anything like that. It's like, how you doing? You know, it's not you even doing? you know, like, how you making out? Are your kids okay? You know, 
Exactly. Exactly. So I think and and, and a lot of people, um, you know, like I said, have appreciated that. Um, And so, you know, you just try to make best make you try to make the best of what, you know, what's available and what you can do. Exactly. Exactly. And and I think, you know, it's it's doing the right thing. And, And I think oftentimes, you know, I've I've only been in this business for three years. You got nine years. Uh, you know, doing the right thing oftentimes is, you know, helps you. Comes out, you know, in the long term ends up being the right move. And I think, right. you know, being able to, you know, show people your your true character that, you know, you're not just, you know, trying to collect their money. You you right. actually care about them and want to see them improve and want to see them be healthy. I think that ultimately plays out in the long term and they know that you have their best interests in mind and you're not just right. trying to collect the buck. You're trying to, you know, make sure they're okay, you know, especially during these crazy times. So I think that, you know, ultimately, you know, down the road will play out in terms of, you know, people. Whether and, it's- and, and, and being honest, it, it, it doesn't always turn out to be that way. Some people have to, you know, make decisions for themselves um, where, you know, they may move away and say, hey, look, I, I don't like virtual and I really like the gym, but I'm going to move back. You know, so I've had that happen, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, you know, as long as you're genuine with wanting the best for the people that you come in contact with, um, I feel like ultimately, you know, you're going to give yourself that good karma to exactly, exactly. You know, to bounce back to get, you know, for every member that you lose, you get three back, you know, something like that. So. From your lips to God's ears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Amen. now let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit more about boxing here. Where, where did you first get started with with boxing? So um, I grew uh, growing up. I was, you know, definitely um, uh, uh, a you know a big boxing fan. Um, I you know didn't compete as a teenager, but when I got into the fitness business. Um, you know, the, the, the passion for boxing that I've always had, um, was one of the things. And, and just a little backstory, um, you know, when I first got into the business, I was in the process of losing weight myself. So, um, boxing was one of those things that I used to get myself into shape. And so, um, and, you know, at that time, Boxing wasn't anything that was even considered personal training. Like it wasn't even something it it, it was strictly looked at as a sport and a specialty. And it was very rare that somebody incorporated it into a workout regimen. You know what I mean? uh, They were already boxers and kind of already had their routine and turned it, but, um, Boxing, I mean, the beauty of it is, you know, not only are you learning something technical, but and 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 heavily skill based, but it's so much that's that is required to, that goes into boxing. You got to be strong. You got to have good balance. Got to have good hand-eye coordination. You got to have stamina. You got to be, you know, quick. You right. Know? So. So those things, that's, I mean, to me, that sounds like hit, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. um, but it, it just, it just how dynamic it is. Um, it does wonders for the body. Um, and it's, it, it, it's definitely a way that I've been able to separate myself from others. Um, you know, where others may have their area expertise you know, I've been able to make this into my niche in my area of expertise. So. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how boxing has sort of risen to the forefront of like the fitness world with, I mean, you look here in DC and I mean, there's so many great gyms, you know, like, you know, with, with, you know, what you're, what you're doing, um, Victor Williams, he's another great guy. Uh, the, the gang over at Boombox, uh, yeah. Rumble, you yeah. know, uh, new yeah. boxing. Yeah. I know. I, I'm familiar with, I'm familiar with uh, all of them. And, and so, and then the thing is, is that community is still very small. Like it's, you can it probably it probably can name us on one hand, maybe two, one and a half hands, how mm-hmm. many um, you know, 
boxing studios or boxing, uh, you know, gyms that there are in, in DC that the average person can go to. Not right. I'm trying to compete or I'm trying to be an amateur boxer or I'm trying to go pro one day. Just, you know, I want to, I, I want to do something different with my workout. I want a different workout experience. So. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it's awesome. And it, yeah, exactly. It mixes things up. It gives people an, uh, something new out of the, the ordinary of the, you know, the, the orange theories of the world, the treadmills and the bikes and, you know, and, and, it, and everybody, it, and, and everything has its place. I think DC is very, very uh, ahead of the game when it comes to, you know, we're not just going to pack up in a LA fitness or a, a gold no. gym or Washington sports club and, you know, just conform to the big box gyms, you know, DC is very good at um, finding your small boutique, um, you know, excuse me, my mom and pop, you know, black owned or millennial owned uh, fitness facilities. And, you know, um, it, 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 it really is good because pe- that lets me know that people are understanding that they have to invest in their health because you're either going to invest in it at the gym or at the hospital. Right. Health is the new wealth. There's a, uh, a quote I love from uh, Theodore Roosevelt, who uh, it was, uh, you know, we can either wear out or we can rust out. And, you know, for me, I want to wear out. I don't want to rust yeah. out. And, yeah, I don't and, you know, rust out. Health, exactly. health is the new wealth for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, that, that perfectly, you know, hits the nail on the head right there. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about the urban wellness market. Cause I think this is such a cool concept. Uh, fill us in on, on, you know, what you're doing there. So, uh, urban wellness market, um, we started the urban wellness market back in August. Um, and the concept, uh, just basically came from, you know, people, uh, reaching out, trying to find something to do. Um, you know, people were sick of doing virtual, sick of, you know, not having, um, you know, something to look forward to. And, um, you know, for my, myself and my partners who I partner with, um, on this, on this, uh, venture is, you know, we wanted to focus on health and fitness, um, being the foundation and then, small business um as the you know as the sideshow or you know having having the two merge um in a really cool environment where we um feature different uh trainers throughout the DMV trainers and and fitness entities throughout the DMV um and you know so that's where you know you mentioned uh Joe Joe Houston and we fit We've had them collaborate with us uh, a few times um, and just amazing trainers. I mean, there's amazing trainers everywhere. And so, you know, this gives them an opportunity to showcase themselves because what our goal was to put the trainers in like big lights or like, or like make their presence seem huge. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Because in their own right, they're, they're, they're a star, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, um, so, you know, we, we would create a flyer, like, you know, almost making it look like it was like a, a, a an event or, a, you know, a concert, like it was somebody who was being featured at a concert or something, but it's, it was a, it was, a, you know, a fitness trainer from PG or a fitness trainer from Virginia or a fitness trainer from Northeast or, you know, so um, we've had a lot, a lot of good people come down um Cause I didn't want it to be a situation where it was all about me or I was the one doing all of the training. I wanted it to feature everybody. Cause I, you know, I have a lot of good, you know, um, colleagues and men and women that I know in this industry, that's all going through the same thing. So, um, so that was a really cool concept. And then in terms of the vendors, we wanted to make sure that it was vendors specific to, um, health and wellness, you know, whether it's, you know, a meal prep service or, you know, you had CMOS or, you know, elderberries or supplements or skin and hair care products or uh, fitness apparel, 
um, smoothies, whatever, you know, we, 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 we've had a lot of good, um, uh, vendors come through and, you know, and it just gives people opportunity to really shop small people, you know, talk about wanting to spend their money locally and, Absolutely. Uh, you know, spending it with the, with, with the little guy. So that, that gave that opportunity. So, it, I mean, I couldn't be more proud of the, you know, the work that we were able to do uh, with, with urban wellness market. We will be back next year. As soon as, you know, things are somewhat normal, but yeah. So as soon as we get our vaccines, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that 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 was going to be my next question was, you know, what, where do you see this uh, expanding to in the future? You know, and, and, you know, you want to come Um, back next year. I would like for the urban wellness market to um, continue to grow, um, you know, maybe even, you know, get to a point where we can have some sort of like festival or so, so I, I'm trying to I'm trying to be more, you know, manifesting the big, big the picture. Big picture, you know. So that that that's where I'm at, and um, you know, if we could take it to that level, that would be awesome. Do you see like a combination between Hard Training Club and and Urban uh, and and the? Uh, so the Urban I try Club? I try to make sure that I don't dilute the Urban Wellness Market message by having hard training club all over it. Um, obviously it's an opportunity to showcase hard training club. Um, you know, cause I'll, I'll, I'll be one of the features. I, I typically feature like once a month. Um, and you know, that way I can, you know, bring my fitness apparel out and mm-hmm. you know, all my, you know, um, content and, you know, things of that nature. Um, so, so I've definitely merged it, but, Again, it was like an opportunity for Urban Wellness Market and We Fit DC. Now, I'm one of the ambassadors on We Fit, but oh, sorry about that. I'm one of the ambassadors on We Fit, but um, you know, it's all about brand recognition and wanting wanting the brands to be able to collaborate and join forces, and you know. Um, that sort of thing. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, I've definitely used hard training club. Um, you, you use the platform to promote hard training club. I've definitely done that, but, um, it's, it's about being able to utilize a platform for everybody to succeed. Awesome. So as a DC native, um, would you, how would you say the fitness industry, the fitness world has changed? You know, you, you've been here your whole life. Um, you know, um, you've worked in industry now for, you said what, 15 years, right? So how has it, how has it changed, you know, from, from when you were younger to, to now? So when I first got in the game, um, the fitness industry, in my opinion, was very like, it's this way, like, like when, when the, at Washington sports club, they would want all of the trainers to walk around with, uh, with the sheet. And it had literally the workout, the rep count, the set count. It had all of these things on a page, you know, what you do for your chest, what you do for your back, what you do for your legs, what you and it literally was like they wanted all of the trainers to kind of be like a one size fits all. Right, right, right. So if I so if I had a client and I couldn't make it to work that day, you know, this person or that, you know, this trainer or that trainer could step right in because all they're doing is holding the clipboard and adjusting weights to. Everyone got the same program. Exactly. So that I feel like that, that style of training, um, you know, isn't uh, at the forefront anymore. Everything is, a lot more eye popping, you know, you know, especially with social media being so um, such a big thing now that, you know, you want to have those visuals and you want to have that um, that presence to say, you know, look, what kind of cool workouts I can do or, you know, look, look at this person's progress or or, or, or their transformation. So. um, So, yeah, I mean, it. 
from that standpoint, it's changed a lot because I feel like, and, and that was one of the things I really focused on for myself when I first got into the game was like, okay, I don't want to be the trainer that walks around with the clipboard. Let, let me let me put some boxing gloves on you. Let, you know, let, right. you throw, let you throw 100 punches real quick and see, see if that doesn't get your heart rate up quicker than, you know, you doing these 10 reps on this chest press machine, you know, so um, – so yeah, that 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 is definitely uh, what I would say the biggest difference is. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you know it's one of those things where ultimately you know what we're doing in our workouts, people should enjoy it, right? It shouldn't just be exactly. boring monotony exactly. of hopping on the the leg press or the chest press. It's yeah, and like, I just hey. never understood the concept of if this person is sitting down at their job six to eight hours. Why would they come to a training session to sit down for an hour on machines? <laughs> I never like thought about it like that. But it makes no right. sense. I never thought about it that way, but you're absolutely right. Like, yeah, you go to the like the leg extension, the leg curl, you're on the leg extension, you sit down at the chest press, you sit down at the lat pull down machine, you sit down at the and and, and not not to say that those machines aren't necessary. They have their place, sure. They have their place, but to make that be a person's and in and, and the crazy thing and I, you know i i guess i shouldn't care that i'm bashing washington sports club but just the the crazy thing was is that they would have you put these people on these seven or eight machines and then you know they charging 140 dollars for it it's like what like yeah just to go on the machines right yeah just to go on the machine so it, i mean also shows you that you probably aren't charging enough money for your sessions though, probably, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, that that that's ultimately what made me realize, you know what? You're not gonna pay me twenty dollars and you charge this person ninety dollars. And yep. you know, so I mean and, and 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 everything has its place. Um, you know, when you when you are you just starting off in the business, you know it's really good to be in an environment like that. So I don't take anything away from that sure. experience. Um, I learned a lot about the business, um, you know, and I learned it from the corporate side of things. So, you know, some of those corporate fundamentals, you know, you de- I mean, some of those corporate, um, some of that corporate structure, you know, you try to implement into your you know, into what you do. Um, but, you know, obviously being able to have that personal touch so it doesn't feel corporate is um, is obviously the way to go. Absolutely. No, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, all right, so we're getting down to the end of it here. Uh, I want to ask a couple more uh, personal questions. Okay. What's, okay. The, uh, what's the last book you read? The last book I read... Last book I read. Uh, or book recommendation you got for us? Last book I read. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, okay. So, okay. So the last thing that I've that I've been reading um, is actually a. Um, so my grandfather wrote this book um, and it's basically just like a family lineage book. It talks about, um, and it dates back to like the 1800s. Wow. um, For my family. So, so I've been reading that. um, And um, a lot of, um, a lot of, books uh from i mean not books but i've been doing a lot of reading on like dr sebi and i don't know if you've you've heard of dr sebi before but dr sebi he um uh really focuses on a plant-based diet and um you know talks about how um you know a lot of the ailments that people suffer from uh is caused by the mucus that they have in their body. And that really comes down that, that, that comes from what they're putting in their body. That's creating the mucus into their body. So that's been a really interesting read. Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, reading 
um, from like uh, the either audio books or uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like, I like audio books too. I don't, I feel like I don't absorb as much, but I feel right. like I'm able to get through more things doing it. Yeah. 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 So, so, so I, I, that, that's where a lot of my reading has been going. Um, all right, let's uh, I got next next question here I got. What uh what are you watching lately? What have you been streaming? Okay, so when the pandemic first started, Ozark. Ozark, okay. Ozark was Ozark was Ozark, you know, cuz I hadn't been able to binge watch anything. Right. So I was able to um I was able to binge watch that when the pandemic first happened cuz you know, we, we couldn't go anywhere. Right. Um, so Ozark, um, Power. Oh yeah, Power's good. Yeah, Power. Um, and uh, just watching a lot. Um, watching a lot of like, uh, I watched the uh, the Last Dance. Oh, that was good. Last yeah, Dance. Yeah, was yeah, good. that was good. That was that was good because because I you know, my, I I obviously was you know alive during the Michael Jordan era, but like to really see how hard he went same Um, same yeah i like missed it yeah yeah, just what just was as savage he was and it's just like knowing he could have played in any era is just crazy so oh for sure that so that that i would say that and obviously watching a lot of boxing so there you go all right um and then uh what uh so this is a question i asked everybody but i especially i'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say uh, as a DC native, what's one thing you would tell the listeners at home that they need to try, need to experience here in DC? So um, I'm sure a lot of times when you talk to DC natives, it's like you know, uh, uh, you know, listen to Go Go or you know, try some mumbo sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say. Um, for a person just moving to DC or or just trying to you know experience DC, you know do those things. You know try to try to appreciate the culture that's already uh, been here and been in place, but um, just understand like how you know, there's so much to do in DC. Um, you know, when we're, when we're, when we're open, (laughs) when we're we're open, but, you know, really try to take advantage of like, not just the nightlife part of it, but like, you know, all of the history and, and, you know, you know, historically from what Washington was and then historically from what, you know, DC as a DC native, um, so, so I love that you distinguish between Washington and DC there. I love that. So, so I would say obviously Washington DC as the nation's capital has its own history. Right. Um, you know, obviously all of the presidents of the United States have been here. Congress is here, you know, um, yeah. anything government is here, but then um, as a DC native, you know, just the culture of, you know, go, go and, um just uh um a lot of the um just a lot of you know i grew up in a in 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 the city where you know it was 90% african american you know so you know we had our you know our government was led by you know our our local government was all um uh african american and you know, that just created a lot of history because you would go to other cities and that wouldn't be the case. You know what I mean? It's just, it just wasn't the case. Like, not that it was a good or a bad thing. It was just wasn't the case. So, um, you know, I, I would say just, you know, try to try to, you know, do your do your due diligence to like just understand what the city has been. And and that'll give you a better understanding of why. um you know, certain neighborhoods are the way that they are, or certain areas are the way that they are, or you know, so just stuff Experience like that. both sides of it. Yeah. Absolutely, I love yeah. it. Uh, if people want to find Coach T, where can they find him? Uh, they can find me. Uh, they can find me on Instagram um, at Coach 
underscore T underscore boxing uh, on Instagram, or they can follow the gym at hard training club underscore DC. Um, uh, we have a Facebook fan page, hard training club fan page. Uh, we have a YouTube channel that we just started, um, hard training club TV. So yeah. Um, and, and I'm, I'm sure we'll be on clubhouse soon. So there you go. <laughs> All right, coach T thanks for coming on, man. I'm definitely going to be, uh, talking soon. I appreciate it. All right. I appreciate it. Champ. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to move the district today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about big league performance and rehab and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free, head over to bigleagueperformanceandrehab.com to learn more. Thanks, and until next time, keep moving, DC.